The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. com. It's true. I really am. Your only reference, like your only guide oh, for when God. we go out there. I mean, I'm the you this have to like kind of the follow worst my lead. scenario. You're entering my territory now. I know because a lot of places we go to, I'm like, all right, I'm like we're equal footing. Like this mm-hmm. one, I know, I know you are a little more comfortable in this scenario mm-hmm. than I am, and yeah. that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know why it makes you uncomfortable <laughs> that I'm comfortable. Because, no, it doesn't make me uncomfortable that you're comfortable. It just makes me like, oh, God, this is when Greg actually shines a little. Mm-hmm. Like, this is your shiny place. Yeah, I know where I'm going. I know you what, do I'm, know I know what I'm doing going. a little bit up there. I, All right. I believe well, you. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. We have lots of stuff to get to today, and what I want to say right off the bat is, we are heading out of town tomorrow. Oh my God. Uh, Fun Employment Radio is going on the road to the great north of Alaska. North to Alaska. And uh, we are heading out tomorrow, and we're going to be talking about that today, but on our Flight. One of the one of the great things I like to do, Sarah, when I'm traveling anywhere Greg, tell I go, me about it. if I'm going on a long road trip or maybe a nice relaxing flight, what I like to do is listen to an Audible book. Oh my gosh, I do too. I have my Audible book I'm currently listening to. What one are you listening to, Greg? Uh, well, right now I'll tell you how I did it. First, I went to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicked on the Audible link. Oh my god, I tried to do it other ways before and it just did not work as Snooze well. It was like alert. I got like it's like I got knockoff copies of the audiobooks or something. Oh, well, they'll probably get mad at that one. No, so you go to Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> the best, safest way though is go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Audible link right there, and then you get if you sign up for the free trial, you get not one but two. Free audiobooks. It's actually a hell of a deal. I would suggest just signing up for the free trial. I mean, it's it's worth it to sign up for the free trial and get those audiobooks. Oh, yeah. Um, so just go to our website, click on that link, and that way it says, hey, Fun Employment Radio fans are awesome. And then they go, hey, Fun Employment Radio. What audiobook money. are you listening you to right now, audi- Greg? Two audiobooks. Um, I am listening to Oryx and Craig still. So I, I'm listening to that Are you one. getting close to the end? No. Okay. No, I haven't had a chance to listen to a lot of it over the last couple of weeks. So I'm excited for this because I'll have a good four hours on the plane. Oh, yeah. And I can listen to it. Which I'll probably listen to it. I may watch some movies, although I'm a little hesitant on that. The last time I did that, I think I was watching something inappropriate. Oh, yeah. Weren't you watching porn? No, I was not watching porn. But didn't it look like you were watching porn? I do porn? not watch porn on the airplane. No, I just, I watch things on HBO and I don't Oh, no, think you're watching it. murder stuff. You're watching like murder porn. Oh, I watched Narcos. I yeah. think I was watching Narcos. Yeah, that's not on the, plane the right last thing time. to watch on the plane. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty violent. It's pretty. Pretty, pretty violent. I will say, I, uh, I've been listening to the audiobook though. Um, Sarah Silverman's The Bedwetter. The Bedwetter. That's so Sarah Silverman's book is called The Bedwetter? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because she was a, um, I had no idea about this, but she was a bedwetter up until she was about, really? I think, 16 years old. Huh. And her, yeah, and it's it's a really interesting book because she just actually I'm I'm about halfway through and she was talking about her very brief stint on Saturday Night Live and uh, like the Harvard pudding like boys club that she worked with and it was really interesting because as I was listening to it too I'm like oh, did she work with Bill Oakley I wonder if she worked with Bill Oakley did she do stuff with The Simpsons no but didn't he wasn't he a writer didn't he work on oh yeah he was at Harvard yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and he was friends with all those guys so I wonder if like they actually knew each other. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bill, Bill, Bill Newer. Um, huh, that, that's interesting. I, I might want to listen to that one, but I don't like listening to a lot of the biographies. I know that you're really into I them. I love them. Yeah. I've been more into the science fiction, 
that realm of things. So Oryx and Crank, which I know you already listened to, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's very strange. And we've talked about it here on the show, and I know, you know, we don't need to go into it too much, but Margaret Atwood, um, author of The Handmaid's Tale, so this is her other book and like a whole series. Yeah, it's a trilogy. It's, yeah, it's uh it's very graphic and uh, it's it's good. It's good. I'm enjoying it. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what it's about. But uh, but that's the one I'm probably going to list to because I went to funemploymentradio.com and clicked on the Audible link. But now that I'm thinking about it, you know, as far as what I would – what would I watch on the plane this time not to feel uncomfortable? Because oh. I do have an issue with that where I watch things and I keep forgetting that other people – See, I've been watching. I'm sitting like, right next to somebody, and then if I angle it, but here's the problem: like I'll have it on my oh laptop, God, and, and then I'm if you angle next it, to you. Well, say if it's even not you, Ugh. like and it was somebody else next to me, because then I angle it so they can't see it. But that seems like it's more creepy. Is it more creepy if I angle it so they can't see what I'm watching? Mm, I think that's more creepy. Or do I just like put it out there for everybody to display? Because no, I like because watching, it seems like, like you're proud. It's narcos. Like you're, it's like, like, like you're sitting there pantsless or something. Like you're proud of it. Like We're showing it off. Like a like a monkey showing himself off. Like look. Ew. Just take a peek at it. I'm not ashamed. I mean, I'm just this saying. This is me. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm trying to debate what to do because those are the shows I watch. Honestly, I watch I watch R-rated programming. I don't I don't watch a lot of programming because it's not you're R-rated. a man. I am a man. No, it's just that's the stuff I enjoy. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not watching a cartoon by myself. I am watching or like a children's cartoon. A anyway. very trashy British uh, drama right now. It's a mini series called Doctor Foster. What is that? Oh my God! It is the it's bonkers. It's so funny. Uh, it's like this this lady. So it's only five episodes a season, and they're like an hour a piece. Um, my friend uh, Jessica told me about this, and it's just this woman who um, like finds out that her husband's having a, an affair. It's just this super uber dramatic like British drama about this woman trying to get back at her husband because he's like cheating on her with a younger woman. And the second season just came out, and it's just all sorts of seedy like it's. It would look like I was watching some sort of porn on the plane if I was watching that. Wait, is there like there's sexual relations in it? I mean, not like there aren't skin? any. skin. There isn't. You don't see That's a weird any. Way to say it. Is there skin? Yeah, you don't see any like actual shown? body parts. I mean, there's profanity and there's lots of like flailing around, half naked and grunts and loud things that would just that would just not look appropriate well, not like on the plane. Gonna, it's not like you're gonna watch it without the headphones. In though, no, I know, but like, still, if someone was watching me watch that, like, Dr. Foster looks like some sort of lady porn that I'm watching. Okay, well, see, then that's just as bad. I know that's why I'm gonna finish it today before I get on the plane. All right, what are you gonna watch? I don't know, I need to watch something like comforting on the plane because, as we've talked about before, I uh, have an anxiety disorder and I also hate to fly. Mm-hmm. So, those two things together. Are a magic combination. It's a magic combination. Oh my gosh, I've never felt more relaxed. No, and that's what I think infuriates me about traveling with Greg the most is that I am so jealous of how relaxed he actually is. I am there, terrified, like, like pulling my hair out, like sitting there, like biting my nails, like so nervous. And Greg is just. I fall asleep. I don't want to fall asleep. I like takeoff. Like that's that's probably my favorite part is taking off because you're like. And that's my least favorite part because that's when, like, 50% of plane crashes happen is at the beginning. And so Greg is, like, sitting there, like, contently asleep. And I'm, I like, either trying to grab at him or the stranger, the poor stranger sitting next to me, like, trying to, like, hold their arm. Like, okay, we're all in this together. And the person usually is really annoyed with me. And then I'm getting all paranoid. I'm more, in, I'm more annoyed and worried, worried about, like, the travel there. I'm like, ah, what if the bus breaks down? What if the – we take the – I take the max here because it's really easy. Max is our mass transit thing. And it's way easier than driving. From where where my house is, and so 
I worry about like, what if it breaks down? Damn it, then I don't have to deal with that. Like, once I get on the plane, nothing to worry about. Oh, nothing so... to worry about. So yeah, anyone I do, who's afraid I do of relax. flying, can you hear how irritating that is? I do relax. Like, oh, once I get on the plane, it's just easy peasy. Well, maybe we'll glorious. do a little video because we are going to be filming a lot of this trip. And one of the we things... Are, Greg and I are going to be on camera the whole... Like, we're... Yeah, we're filming... We're documenting this. Yeah, we're documenting... That's the right way to say it. Yeah, we're documenting most of this trip. And so it'll... Some of these pieces will end up on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and YouTube throughout this these next few days. So follow us on everything on all those channels because um, we'll have something different on each one. Um, but then we're, we'll be... Hope, hopefully, you know, down the line, there's going to be something else that comes out of this as well. So maybe we'll do... Do you want to do a little video on the plane, or is that going to be too much? Um, that wouldn't be too much. me asking you that going to be too much? That wouldn't be too much, because by then I will have had a few of my vodkas. Okay. Not on the plane, though, because Skylaw prohibits you from, Skylaw, from it is and consuming your own alcohol on the plane, and I would not do that. As Sarah was informed uh, last weekend at our Fun Employment Radio Experience, I did find out some info on that, and that, yes, you are not allowed to consume your own alcohol And on I would the have plane. never thought you of it bring in the it first on, place. But you can't consume it on the plane. It has to be administered by somebody from the uh, – an official. An from official. the airline. From the airline, yes. Skylaw. Do you think that people would, uh, like, judge me for drinking, like, wine at 8.30 in the morning on the plane? Like, people do that, right? Um, I mean, I don't judge people who do it. I know you don't. And I see other people like me, like, I will look and see another scared flyer who's, like, there, like, drinking their wine or whatever they're drinking. And I'll be like, I see you. And they'll be like, I see you. And we share like a moment. Like, I'm not judging you. You're not judging me. We're in this together. We're both terrified. Let's just get through the shit. Yeah. It's bonding. Yeah. It's bonding, Greg. It's a bonding thing. Yes. Uh, it is. There are some questions. So Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, we are uh, live right now on our on the network. And I'm seeing some questions. So Vicky was asking, when did that start? And uh, Kristen is saying that's such uh, crap that they made that rule. I don't know when it when it did start. That you weren't allowed to consume your own alcohol on the plane. It may have always been that way. Like, um, I, I know you it... can bring alcohol on the plane. That's not an issue. But you can't consume it on the plane. Yes. So that was uh, – which still makes no sense to me, but I will adhere to the laws like I always do. Well, I think the issue is you see some some people who may abuse it too far. No. And uh, did, did you see that thing? The, this was just the other day. Uh, one of the airlines – where a woman and a man went into the bathroom. They had just met on the plane. Oh, I'll pull boy. up this story. No, it was, it was. Uh, I believe they were going to Mexico. And then did they meet biblically in the bathroom? Did you not have? Oh, no. this is a perfect world of crazy stories. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, woman and man in bathroom. Just type that up. I mean, I'll. I could paraphrase. <laughs> this makes me it. sound so creepy. Woman and man. Woman and man in bathroom. Airplane. Airplane. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, couple who met on plane. Yep, got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll do that. You go go ahead and pull that up, and then maybe we can do it in World of Crazy. It's sure. not too complicated of a tale. Uh, anyway, I think that that may be part of it. Maybe they're just worried about people uh, doing that, and also, as Keelan's saying, they force you to buy their overpriced booze. Yeah, that's probably yeah. Thing. yeah. No. I mean, it's all money. Everything comes down to money. Money, money, money. Like otherwise, it everybody be coming does. out with their own bottles of wine and like hanging out. Uh, yeah, Vicky says, Vicky admitting to a crime. What? I used to drink mini bottles on the plane. Wow. Oh, Somebody's a rebel. Vicky. Yeah, dang. Whew. Just like wearing her. Vicky, I would never like... do a thing like that. <laughs> and I am very disappointed in you, mm-hmm. Vicky. 
especially when it hits unexpected turbulence and you think you're going to die. There is not, that is not the time to open one of your several mini bottles and chug it while screaming, oh, God, I don't want to die. You do not do that on the don't, plane. Don't, don't be the screamer. Don't be the screamer on the plane this time. No, that's not good. Uh, anyway, so we're, we're going on the plane, and I'm still not, not sure what it is that I'm going to watch on the plane. I'll, I'll figure that out. I, you, I do, I've talked about this before. I used to enjoy getting a good magazine. Like, my ritual for flying mm-hmm. is this. And depending on the day, this is a little bit early in the morning for me for my normal ritual, but it's, I, like to, I like to listen to something on my, on my headphones, have oh, my music going. Boy. I like to get a magazine. Like, that's one of the main things I like to do when I go to the airport. Like, that's one of the things I enjoy the most, is either getting a magazine or a newspaper, generally in New York Times, because I don't buy it very that often, and I enjoy the New York Times. No, you just enjoy people seeing you reading the New York Times. No, it makes I you look, You're like, oh, and then I'm going to do the entire, I'm going to do the Sunday crossword all by myself. No, I don't do, cro- I don't do the crossword. Okay. Well, here, it's not going to sound that way when I finish this sentence. So, I, yes, I like the New York Times. I genuinely enjoy reading the New York Times. I genuinely enjoy it. But I also enjoy reading Maxim. So, I mean, I'm not saying we're, – we're getting a little of both on there. It's not – I'm not trying to impress anybody. But the Maximum, I – and I, I like the articles of Maxim. The articles are really good oh, at Maxim. Jesus. They're fun. I've talked about this before on the show. They have articles about, like, being a spy or, like, Yakuza or something like that. And, and then uh, the problem is, though, it's usually, like, a lady that's uh, sitting on, you know, on the front. And then when I'm uh, – it looks like I'm, it looks like I'm looking at porn. That's what it looks like. Jesus Christ! It looks weird. Yeah, I feel and so I realize bad it looked for whoever weird. else is going to be. I in realize our it row. looked weird after a while. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I can't read that in public, or I have to like wrap it around another magazine. And then it's even extra creepy. Oh, my sister um, really bought weird. a trashy magazine for her flight last week when she came to visit, and I, I still have it, and I've squirreled it away. I have it. I have not read it. Yeah, I've been saving it for tomorrow. Which one is it? The- it's one of like the. I don't know, the Us Weeklies or whatever, like one of those oh, like, trash one ones, ones that you can read in like five like minutes. Like Inquirer or more? No, like, I love the Inquirer. Well, until they got super Trumpy and then I don't really like it anymore. Yeah, they started going political. Yeah, when but. they got political, I'm like, okay, because they always, that is, that was, not is, was past tense, my go-to uh, trashy, like, newspaper magazine thing on the plane because it has lots of like crosswords and then, that, like, just random stuff to pass the time, but... I'm yeah. not giving them my money anymore. Inquirer so probably... and Star Magazine? Exactly. Yeah, my grandma used to have a subscription to both. So we would go to her house, and I didn't know what I was looking at. I was like, oh, well, let's look at grandma's magazines. And, uh, that's what I would read. So anyway. Um, uh, Eddie is saying, uh, wouldn't a uh, mix between the New York Times and Maxim just be Playboy? Yeah, probably. It's probably the better of both of them. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, it's Playboy still around? I can't remember. Or did they stop? Is there not nudity in oh, Playboy now? Oh, maybe they did. I think they stopped showing nudity, didn't they? Um, I don't know. I don't remember how it all works. I haven't purchased a Playboy in quite a number of years. Not that there's anything wrong with that, you know? We know people that work for Playboy. Uh, our friend Nipples in the chat says, uh, you can just hide your Maxim inside of the New York Times. Now yeah. you look smart and you can stare at boobs. Ooh, then I'm super Whoa. cool. And that would show off for the ladies, too. Would be like, oh, look at that gentleman reading the New York Times. I didn't think about that. Does it make me look cool that I'm reading the New York Times? I don't Times? know if I'm your target demographic because, like, I'm no. just, I don't no, care about not. what other people are reading. Yeah, you're not. But, I mean, what, would that make me look, like, sophisticated? No. I could be a sophisticated guy on All the right, flight. All right, Greg. No, the paper would make you look sophisticated, but the rest of you is also going to be on the plane, and that's not going to be sophisticated. Greg, I know you have your country thing, but you do not take off your motherfucking shoes while you're sitting next to me on the plane. 
one. I'm not. I, it's not that I. I'm taking pictures then. No, you will not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the fear that will keep your shoes on? But as long as I keep my feet underneath the seat in front of oh me. Oh, my God. It's a four-hour flight. I mean, I'm going to – my feet are going to get, like, uh, squirrely. You get through need to let, every need to let day them loose. for most of the day with your shoes on. I think you can loose. do it for a four-hour flight. <sighs> okay, as Courtney says in the chat, wallet chain voids the New York Times. Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. No, it's fine. You can do it, but I'm just going to take pictures of it and show everybody and publicly shame you. And you might have a couple people on your side, but the majority of people aren't. All right. Well, let me think about this. The last I do remember now that last time I flew, that's when I I accidentally knocked a cranberry juice all over everything. Yeah. And onto my pants. That didn't. That wasn't a good look. Yeah, Keelan's saying I love how yeah, Greg thinks he can't keep his shoes on for four hours on a flight. Like, you know, you keep your shoes on for four hours at a time, like during the day, right? Yeah, but it's different when I'm sitting like that. I mean, I'm relaxed. Are your shoes on right now? I'm taking it easy. Yeah, my shoes are on right now because I have to go okay, somewhere. Okay, I checked. I, I mean, checked, but I've, sometimes I've, che- I've checked before and they've been off. I'm in my seat. I'm reading my paper. I got my tunes on, or I'm watching Don't something say on your the tunes, old man. On my, on my computer, watching some Narcos. I'm done with Narcos, so I don't know what it'll be, but uh, yeah, you know. And then it's like, hey, it's relaxed time. We're up in the air, We're flying around. Yeah. It's chill. Why are you staring at me like that? Because I don't like anything that you're saying. Okay, right now. well, anyway. Well, maybe. Well, I don't know what I want to watch on the plane because I want to watch something that's relaxing and good that, you know, that clearly doesn't have any like plane crash scenes in it. So that's going to take out, um, well, one of the most recent movies I've watched, the Middle Alaska theme was The Edge. We're not going to be watching that one. The Edge, yeah. The Edge is uh, not a relaxing Alaska movie. Not a relaxing, but also I found an even less relaxing Alaska movie. The Edge, in case you don't know, it's the Alec Baldwin, Anthony Hopkins, a great movie, but about them playing a plane crash in Alaska, and then they are stalked by a giant grizzly bear. So, yep. Yeah. That's pretty much it. It's bad, 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 starving, bad, bad bear. Bad. Still bad. Yep. Lots of bad. Um, I also watched another in my getting prepared for my Alaskan journey. I'm like, hey, the edge didn't freak me out enough. What else could I watch to get prepared for Alaska? I'm already terrified of bears now. (gasps) I know. Serial killers. So I decided to watch The Frozen Ground. Yeah. Now, I think we've talked about that one before because we actually saw where this guy uh, did this. Yeah, there's a video on our on our Facebook page. Yeah, where this um Well, we didn't see where he did it. We drove by an area where you could get to it. Yeah. Well, it, it, we were near enough. Yeah. to where? We were near it. We were ne- we were close enough. Yeah. So this is about the story of Robert Hansen who was like um he was called the bakery butcher who uh, owned a bakery who was very popular in Anchorage and uh, had like a he was a family man had kids but what uh, nobody else knew about him was that he would kidnap like prostitutes torture them um, sexually assault them um, for up to at least a week or two at a time then throw them into the back of his airplane fly into the middle of the woods let them go and then hunt them it was like murder them shoot them like they were animals it was it's fucking awful and so I'm like, well, I need to watch The Frozen Ground again because I hadn't seen that. Jeez, that was a mistake. Let me ask you, as somebody who you do have, and you said this, you have an anxiety issue, why are you doing this to yourself? I don't know. Like, because you I'm, already have issues with flying. Why are you doing this? Well, I'm not a prostitute, this? so, and, and he's dead. Well, 
So hopefully there isn't like a new generation of Robert Hansons. Uh, there are. I will guarantee you there are up there. There is definitely a serial killer in Alaska. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, as you said, you are not a prostitute, and that's fine at all. But I'm just saying, why, why, are you, why are you watching these things that are going to really exacerbate everything that's going on? I don't know, because I guess I'm not really, like, too afraid of, like, a bear because we're not hopefully going, like, way out into the woods. Oh, they oh, come into the city. Okay. And hopefully I won't be hunted by a serial killer because I'm going to be with a bunch, of, a, a bunch of our friends. So hopefully that will prevent said hunting. Well, I mean, the chances are slimmer. I mean, there's still a good chance that somebody's going to be, you know, hunted by a serial killer while we're up there. Dimitri? No, he could be the serial killer. He, Dimitri is the serial killer. Maybe. No, that's oh too obvious. God. It's too obvious. Way too obvious. He'd be the, the secret hero. Mm, no, I think he'd be the one that got away. He'd be, like, signed the rights to a, a book deal or something later on. Think he'd abandon us? No, <laughs> of course. Okay, out of everybody. He's a survivor. He would survive. Who do you think would be the serial killer? Of uh, people that are going up? Yeah, Gavin. Um, no, he's too clumsy. No, Gavin's Gavin's far too clumsy. Gavin's my friend who's in, also in he Courage. Could, he could be the clumsy killer. We're going to be saying, no, he's way too clumsy to make that happen. There's oh, no I like how way. you're like murder shaming him. Yeah. You're like, you couldn't be a serial killer. You're way too the, clumsy. I can assure you he wouldn't. I'm, I'm not talking about intent. I'm talking about ability. No, he does not have the ability. He to has the intent, that. though. Mm, maybe. I mean, I'm not even going to argue that. I'm just saying it can't be him because there is no way he would he would do one and it would be he'd caught he'd be caught right away. He would be instantly caught. He'd be terrible at it. Yeah. Unless he would be really good. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I mean, he's just trying things. to pretend to be clumsy. Like that's what he does. Like those people who like if you're trying to if you know that you want to be out sick in a couple weeks, uh, you start coughing. Like you know, mm-hmm. a couple uh, like Planting a couple weeks seed. in advance, you plant the seed. Plant the seed. Like you're getting sick, getting sick, getting sicker. So what if Gavin this entire life has been planting his like Gavin is seed? Billy Bob in Courage. Billy Bob Courage in Courage. My yeah. band that's playing up there as well. So uh, maybe he's been planting this clumsy seed since you guys were in what fifth grade. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's the case. All to lead up to this one trip that he knew was going to happen in 2018. Yeah, where he was going to finally even going down that road. You. That's just not gonna. It's just not the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he might be capable of murder, but he's not a serial killer. Um, uh, well, the bottom line is that what I was going to say though, back at the beginning when we started this show is once we're up there, this is kind of my territory. Like, I've been up there, I don't even know how many times at this point. Like, I kind of know my way around a little bit. And I'm kind of the cool one up there compared to you. Oh, God. Compared to you. Greg, do you realize just just called yourself the cool one? Compared to you. But why yeah. am I not cool? Tell everybody what it was you were going to wear just because you're going up there. Well, well you I said am going to wear it. I already have it planned. <laughs> tell, tell me about your outfit that I'm you have I'm wearing planned. a flannel shirt. <laughs> And my stocking cap. I wear those things a lot. And but my boots. why are you particularly putting that on? Because I'll fit in. Because <laughs> you think that, that that's an, like an Alaska uniform? Well, when uniform? we went a few years ago, I wore that, and I felt like I blended in a little-ish. I mean, not a lot, but... Yeah. I mean, I thought that maybe that might... Well, what are you going to wear? I, I picture you now getting one of those uh, hats with the flaps with the on flaps. the sides. Yes. Yeah. And like walking I'll around just in, like I'm out of Fargo. And walking around in snowshoes even though there's no snow on the sidewalk. I know I, I was going to bring my, my like fur-lined snow boots. 
But I'm not going to because I don't have enough room for them. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I have to wear my flannel. Uh-huh. So people, I'll be like, hey, look. Look at me. I'm casual. It's being asked I didn't in bring the... anything, like, super flashy. Try yeah. to blend in. Gonna... I, I am bringing my uh, my silver motorcycle jacket, though, for the Courage show. I already have that pack. Well, that's all. The Courage show is different. Yeah. Uh, it's being asked in the in the live chat. Uh, Nibbles saying, "Has anyone has anyone who said I'm the cool one ever actually been the cool one?" Well, I mean, I mean, look. case to prove the rule right Whoa. here. Uh, something I think they said that wrong. Anyway, uh, yep, sure is. Uh, Edward says uh, maybe Greg has some room. I don't because I'm hauling all the equipment, so I'm sorry. I do not have room for your boots. Your boots will not fit. That's in, all right. Uh, no, I, I finally like. It and I have me. to bring my base. I'm the guy. Bringing a base on the plane. God, you're such a dork. That's so cool. I That's didn't even think not about it. Cool. I didn't even think about this. This is the first time I've ever flown with my actual instrument because our band is playing up there no, aren't too. Are we checking it? I thought we were checking it. Are you going to bring? You no, I kind of want to bring it on the plane though, oh, so I can be the God. cool guy with the base on the plane. How badass is that? Like, oh, sorry, I just got to put my axe in okay, the overhead. Okay, I will give you. I will give you that. That I have turned my head once or twice when I've seen a dude carrying. A piece of musical equipment. Damn right. That's pretty cool. All right, we're totally checking it then. That is pretty cool. No, we're bringing so, it on the plane. No, you have to check it. It's too big. I am bringing big. that on the plane. It's too big. Oh, my. And it, because it means too much sorry, to you. Uh, sorry, I just got to find some place to put my axe, man. I'm just going Don't up there to call play it the band. Oh, my God, Greg. Bad's playing up in Anchorage this weekend, you know. That's cool. Sweet gig. Yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> Mr. Jakey's saying bass check, wig check, spandex check. That's the thing. So I know that my the bag that I'm checking is going to get searched because it's going to be full of wires and microphones and mixing boards and all of our equipment. So it's going to look very strange going through there. But also in that bag is going to be my Courage outfit. If you've never seen what Courage looks like, CourageMusic.com. Um, we're kind of like Spinal Tap. And there are some leopard uh, tights. There's some ripped up jeans. There's a wig. And I'm trying to figure out how to fit my fur coat in it. That's the one thing. So I don't have room for your boots because if I do have any room, it's going to fit my fur coat in there. And uh, so, yeah. No, the, we have to the put TSA some of my hair products be, in there because I know you're going to want to have, want to borrow them at some point. And put those in there too. So, yeah, the TSA yeah. is going to have a lot of fun searching through that one. Like, what the hell is this guy? But, yes, bringing my base on the plane. Boom. Badass. Maybe I should just wear my Courage outfit onto the plane. No. With the fur coat? I'll wear the fur coat. Oh. I always have a fur coat for courage. I take oh. it off once we start playing, but yes, I have my fur coat. Oh it's an old lady fur coat that I got from Goodwill like many, many years ago. It still smells like old lady perfume and bars and sweat. So I could wear that on there the whole time. You wear old lady perfume? No, the, the coat still smells like an old lady. How can it possibly still smell like an old lady if you've had I've it? I've got it. You can smell one. it. I don't want I will smell my never coat. Smell, smell my your coat. coat. You smell my I coat will not and smell tell me coat. if it doesn't smell, I will never smell like your coat. an old lady and sweat Ew. and cigarette smoke. I don't want to smell you, let alone your coat. I don't rock. want that. That's what it is. Oh, maybe I should. Maybe I should wear the entire courage suit. You'd get. You wouldn't be allowed on the plane. You know that, right? Why not? I'm not doing anything wrong. Because you're wearing a shitty what? wig. Is and it a illegal fur? to rock? I'm sorry. Oh no. I'm sorry. Also, that'd be the best publicity ever. For courage, rocker kicked off of plane. Yeah. No, it would be crazy person having some sort of breakdown kicked off plane. Sorry, I just got to put my axe over here. <laughs> Who wants an impromptu live show? As Kristen says, shouting smell my coat is never a good way to get someone to smell your coat. <laughs> 
that really is like spinal spinal tap instead of smell the glove. <laughs> smell my coat. Smell my coat. Oh, now I have to bring it. I have to bring the coat. Oh, I'm excited now to look really cool. Oh yeah. So wait. So today's. So how much the more? The only filming? problem is I'm worried I'm going to hit somebody. How much more filming it. do you have today? Lots. Okay. So after so after you're done filming the last thing, you get to start growing out your facial hair, right? So you have <laughs> yes. I'll Tuesday turn that nights. on. I'll turn that on later on. Wednesday today. night, Thursday night, I'll Friday night. All right, you have four days, so you can maybe get some sort of sweet, like creepy mustache going on. Um, for courage, I don't know if it'll be enough there. It'll be, I don't know. We'll have to see. Okay, I'm just yeah. saying. I think that I'm saying there's a chance. What for a creepy mustache? Yeah, some sort of creepy. It's been like, a long time since I've had a creepy mustache. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> It's gonna be pretty. Greg is so enthralled thinking about his own facial hair that he didn't even hear. No, not the facial hair. Creed joke. No, I'm thinking about me going onto the plane with my base. No, that's not. My main worry is though, I'm gonna hit somebody in the head with it. Yeah, you will. Can I bring it on the plane? I've never done it before. I'm assuming I can. And then maybe I get on there and they're like, "I'm sorry, you have to check that." Oh, sorry, I was trying to bring my axe on here because I'm doing some rocking up in Anchorage. You know, we're going up there for a gig, but that's fine. You can check it. Just be real careful. That's my baby. That's how I communicate my art to the world. And then I'll start talking to the flight attendants. The flight attendants will be like, well, when are you playing up there? No, they will not. One of my best girlfriends is a flight attendant, and and she thinks you're an idiot. So one one out of 10 million flight attendants thinks I'm an idiot. The rest of them, my odds are pretty good. My odds are pretty good. Yeah, Mr. Jenky's saying there's no way you can bring a base as a carry-on. You fucking moron. That does not, you did not call me a fucking moron. I'm pretty sure I'm reading it right now. Uh, yeah, but okay, even better then. Then I can make a scene when I'm coming onto the plane. When I'm, when I'm going up there. Sorry, I just gotta do some rocking. You know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll play some tunes on the plane That's alright, then you'll get removed, and I'll just go on the plane by myself watching not Narcos and... You know, not being embarrassed by you. All and right. Well, anyway, if you want to be cool, follow me when we're up there. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's definitely more than one out of ten million that think you're an idiot. Can't prove that. Probably could by tomorrow morning. Can't prove it. Oh, hello, my friends. My <laughs> name is Sarah Hickstill, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. John just said, keeps dropping a piece of paper and every time loudly announced, awesome, I dropped my set list again. Going to need that for my cake. That's pretty good, John. So I need to wear my shades. I'm not used to lights like this. I'm used to the bright lights on the stage, you know, where it's always hitting my eyes, so they're a little sensitive from rocking. Smell my coat. Don't. That's enough. Uh, find that um, that airplane story that you wanted me to find because I found one, but it's like really weirdly written and it's like ten pages long. All right, first up, I know that uh, it's another day, another Guinness Book of World Records, but I think that this one might we actually might be able to break considering we have a wonderful array of um, beautiful listeners who also are dog owners. Excellent. We have a lot of dog owning listeners, so let me tell you this: there is a a uh, documentary that's being filmed called Superpower Dogs. It's just uh, about dogs. And they are trying to make the world's largest dog photo shoot. You know how many dogs were in it? 108. That's it? I feel like we could beat that. 
Uh, Port- the city of Portland could beat that. The easily. city of Portland could beat like if we you could just, beat like, that at Mount Tabor Dog Park on a weekend. Oh yeah, just get everybody together. Yeah, so the canines and their owners posed for photos at this event, earning a Guinness World Records title for the largest dog photo shoot. So a Guinness uh, adjudicator was on hand to verify the record and present producers with a certificate. So, um, all right, so these dogs are, they're special dogs, but this doesn't mean that necessarily, you know, one dog means that it's, you know, counts as more than other dogs. Because this is Super Dogs Follows... uh, Five real-life dogs performing daring duties, including natural disaster rescue operations, which is amazing, and tracking wildlife poachers. So all these dogs that are in the pit, like most of them that are in this, are what they call superpowered dogs. And they aim to give local dogs their moment in the spotlight for this movie that they filmed, this documentary that's going to be at 3D IMAX. Um, but it's 108 dogs. Yeah, I just feel like we could beat it. I just feel like I mean, we're trying something... to figure out this Guinness World Record thing. Maybe this is it. I mean, we just need to figure out something random, mm-hmm. and then just—that's pretty it. random. Like the most people standing and listening to a podcast at the same time. Is there a record for that? I don't know. I just made that up. I bet we could do that one. We could beat that. Standing in unison, listening to a podcast. Sold. All right, next event. We could do that. Yep. Well, maybe not next event. We'll we'll get it figured out though. Okay. <laughs> or the next event. All right, this story is kind of weird. Oh, there it is. All right, so Greg sent me this. Here is the story of this lovely couple who met on the plane. Yes, couple who met in plane, cotton bathroom, having joined the Mile High Sex Club. Well, a pair of strangers uh, caught joining the Mile High Club on a packed Virgin Atlantic jet were interrupted by a stewardess asking, wait, the stewardess, are you allowed to say stewardess anymore? I don't know. I, uh, was, I have no idea. I, was flight I have attendant. no idea. Oh, I don't know what the right thing is. So this flight attendant came and asked these uh, people who were in the bathroom. Okay, do you know? Here's what the story Tell is. Tell me what the story is. Because, because this yeah, is, I read this about is the this. one that I found, and it's very poorly written. Okay, so what happened is these two people did not know each other when they got onto the plane. And there was a very, very drunk woman talking to a guy uh, across the aisle. And uh, apparently they started making out. And then. In the aisle? Yeah. And they didn't know each other before they got on the plane. And then this drunk woman went to the bathroom, and I was reading this story about it, and they said everybody on the plane very clearly knew what was going on because, like, like 30 seconds later, the guy went up there, too, and then got into the bathroom. They thought they were being sneaky? Yeah, they got into the bathroom, and at one point, the flight attendants were banging on the door because everybody on the plane, according to all these passengers, like, knew exactly what was happening. Yeah. Like, they were not being secretive about it. And they opened the door, and... Uh, they, I think they forced it or they banged enough to where the door was open and it was a woman sitting on the toilet with a man standing in front of her and uh, the flight attendant, and this is on the video because I watched the video, she, she uh, said, would you jeopardize your holiday for a blowjob? And then they escorted them both back wow. to the seat and then she, was, uh, she became more irate and was arrested when they landed. Wow, because she wasn't able to... Finish her blowjob on... I don't know. Then she, yeah, she she got loud. She got into a fight with, like, some other woman on the plane. Um, oh, well, see, okay, I like that yeah. scenario. Like, you made it make more sense. Yeah. Yeah, and who's, like, that does not seem some like the ran- way that I would... They were randomly met. Randomly met, and then she wants to sit on a... 
Yeah. They fell in love. In an airport Sarah. bathroom they on, fell a, on one of those across the toilets. aisle. Oh. And then she was arrested when they got to Cancun. Stranger danger. <coughs> yep. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I'm glad that you told me that one. That and was you the said story. That yeah. <laughs> so I, I saw it earlier this week. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> All right. Well, there's that. Then there are also equally as trashy. The Kardashians. So I know I, I don't usually like to talk about these, but this story kind of made me laugh. So do you remember, I don't know how many years ago when Kim Kardashian was like, everyone was trying to get their bodies to look like hers and they would all like get big butt implants and uh, Yeah, I, I mean, stuff. I remember right. the, yeah. So first, it started off with the Kardashian like body trend. First it was Kim Kardashian with her big butt. Then it was Kylie Jenner with her big puffy like filled in lips. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now... The latest Kardashian who is starting a trend, or I think she has the different last name, the Jenner or whatever, Kendall Jenner. Yeah. Now everyone is paying plastic surgeons to try to acquire Kendall Jenner's nipples. Kendall Jenner's nipples? People want their nipples. They don't want to actually take her nipples. They want to make their nipples look like Kendall, Kendall Jenner's nipples. So this uh, is... What? <laughs> I mean... According to the Why? New York Post, which includes interviews with several women who want Kendall-like areolas, the model's nipples are the latest plastic surgery trend. So people want to have – so they're actually bringing in pictures of Kendall Jenner's nipples into plastic I mean, surgery. is this something that is common knowledge? Do you get to – I don't know. Like I don't talk with my friends. We don't talk about – I mean my friends talk about nipples, but it's mostly just with them like breastfeeding their kids. Not about, like, I want my nipples to look like this. Um, well, I so will women say are doing very this because simple they Google say, search. It's, after looking this up, it is apparently hard not to see her nipples. All so. right. Well, there are lots of specialized um, doctors, uh, plastic surgeons in New York who specialize in designer nipples. Oh, boy. This is a thing that happens. Because um, women want to ha- look sexy while not being able, to, uh, not having to wear a bra, and having protruding nipples all the time. I would, I'm sorry, as somebody, well, everyone has nipples, except for this girl Kara I went to school with. She wasn't, she didn't have nipples. It was very weird. But they want to have protruding nipples all the time. This is what people want. I don't even have a comment on that. Like I, I don't know. know what to, I don't know what to say. Because uh, they want because these these uh, people who aren't famous see celebrities wearing sheer tops and dresses, which show through the they can see their skin through them, and so they want to. So if you want to get a set of designer nipples, it starts at seven hundred dollars and increases. Uh, the price increases depending on whether or not you want to shrink or enlarge your areolas. The most common procedure, which uh, is enlarging. The area. You use a filler. So it's like the fillers that you use in your lips, but you're putting it into your boobs. Or specifically okay. right. the fronts of them. Huh. So it's called the high beam or headlight look. <laughs> is that really what it's called? Yep. The high beam or headlight nipple look is the most popular trend. So who's to say what'll come next? Stay here to find out. All right. And finally, do you have another prediction? A little of everything today here. Just so. Little dabble, do you? So today is the 17th. Uh, let's see. April 23rd is going to be Monday when we'll be flying back from Alaska. Yeah. So we have these at least once every couple months. So now uh, I don't think you've ever heard of Planet X. Niburu? Oh, I'm just kidding. Yes. 
Well, a recycled Have prediction. Have I heard of Planet X? Come I'm just, on. I'm kidding. Okay, a recycled <sighs> prediction, recycled many, many times over, about the end of the world. Planet X is going to enter back into our solar system and then it will collide with Earth. Yes. So now uh, the next prediction is that it's going to hurtle toward the Earth in a collision that is going to happen on Monday, April 23rd. Oh, dang. Yes. So uh, it hasn't happened the 17,000 other times that's been predicted. But now, nope, for sure, it's definitely happening. Are we going to be in the air when it happens? Because A, we'll have a really good view and maybe if it just like swings by the planet, we'll survive. So we up in the air. That's actually a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. Idea. So I don't know for sure. It doesn't say. Um, it doesn't say what time that it's going to. So uh, NASA is saying no. This is not going to happen. However, David Mead, who says that he knows everything there is to know about Planet X, says nope. I am correct this time. Even though he was incorrect in September of 2017, and then October of 2017. Then his adjusted timeline of November 2017. Okay. But now he says, nope, he had read it wrong. It's definitely April 23rd. So okay. uh, he says that it will appear in the sky on April 23rd and trigger world-destroying volcanoes, tsunamis, and earthquakes. So he's saying this is from the uh, Revelation, which refers to um, the great sign Then being in up heaven. in the air is going to be great. Maybe. I mean, if, if it times out like that. Uh, so Neil deGrasse Tyson says, no, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes, when it was Tyson. predicted first in 2009 that Planet X was going to... Yes, that idiot, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <sighs> Fool. Uh, he tackled the subject in 2009 when it was first predicted that Planet X was going to destroy the Earth in 2012. He refers to the prediction as a never-ending marvelous work of fiction that is not going to happen. So you can either uh, believe David Mead, who has a track record of being very wrong, or Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know, who is a genius. I don't know, 50-50. 50-50. Hard to say. Up in the air. Yep. Up in the air. Hard to say. All right. Well, there you go. There's my ever so scattered and crazy because I'm too excited about Alaska that I can't concentrate. World of crazy. Crazy. All right. Well, we do have a little bit of ball talk. Before we wrap it up, we will be doing some shows up in Alaska as well. Yes. But before we go, I got uh, pulling up the news here now. The news meow. Right meow. Oh, that's this weekend too. Mm hmm. And that would be something that we might be doing in Alaska too. In case you didn't know, the announcement that, well, Super Troopers 2 debuts this weekend. The first announcement of that was on Fun Employment Radio. Yep. Check the Wikipedia page. There's another site that tried to claim it. They're wrong. It was right here on Fun Employment it Radio. It sure was. When Steve Lemmy and Kevin Heffernan announced Super Troopers 2. They will re- repost that interview. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Two things of ball talk. One. The NBA playoffs are in full action, and the Portland Trailblazers return tonight after sucking it up against the New Orleans Pelicans. The Blazers lost. They had a chance to win. They were lucky to have a chance Oh, to so win. they weren't sucking it up and winning. They just sucked. Yeah. No, they okay. lost. Okay. When you said sucking it up, it sounds like they sucked it up and played. Because I'm like, I thought that they lost. No, they lost. Yeah. Yeah. 
the Blazers have home court advantage, and that was instantly out the window in the first game because they lost. So they really need to win tonight. They pretty much have to win tonight. And I expect they will play better, but uh, you never know. You never, you never, never know. Yep. You never know. What, what is that? You what never, that accent? never know. That's going on tonight. There's a couple other games as well. And uh, let's see, Wizards-Raptors. Oh, two games tonight. Wizards-Raptors and Pelicans Trailblazers. So that's continuing. Something else in Portland news, and this is kind of a bigger one. You know how Portland was trying to get an NHL team. Yes. Didn't work out so much. I know. You were kind of bummed about that. Yep. Wanted Portland to get an NHL team. And they may still at some point, but it's not gonna, It's going to be a while now because Seattle's getting one. So if Seattle gets it, that means Portland won't get it for a while, which is stupid. Both teams should have one. Seattle should get another basketball team. I want the Sonics back. I want the Sonics back. I love Blazers versus Sonics. Mm-hmm. But what we may have soon enough could be the Seattle Mariners versus a Portland MLB team. Oh. So this is moving along a lot quicker than people thought. There's been – Portland's had a push to bring Major League Baseball to this city for a long time. And it's almost happened several times, but it never really did. Now, though, there is an ownership group that uh, apparently is making some really solid progress. One of the main issues with the city of Portland, with the Portland people – as far as getting a team, there's been multiple opportunities to, to probably where we could have had one, but nobody wants to have any public financing in the stadium. And it sounds like this group is working it out to where it would be a v- there, there's a big announcement that's coming tomorrow, but they've been releasing some things that in order to build this stadium that they're proposing, I guess they've got some sites picked out okay. that they're going to be talking about. Downtown is where they're looking at. So downtown, just real quick inside baseball <laughs> for Portland, uh, be where like the the old post office building was, or Montgomery Park. Apparently, there's oh the one like up there. A, like further yeah the one that's north of the, pa- of the park Station. blocks. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're they're going to be making an announcement, and uh, supposedly would have very little public funding, which is one of the hurdles they'd have to get over for the city of Portland. If that happens, then I mean, if they're willing to build their own private stadium, why not? I don't see where the opposition would come in the well, city yeah. of Portland. I mean. I don't see why you would have any opposition to it. I mean, we already have another stadium downtown. Why not? Put yeah, well, this would there? be a big one. Yeah, because for Major League Baseball, you got to have a big one. And um, so, uh, who knows? Who knows exactly how it's going to work out? Uh, we we don't know yet. But there's going to be a big announcement tomorrow. And Major League Baseball has said Portland is on their radar to move a team to because they oh. want to move one East Coast. They want to put one back in Montreal. That means they need a West Coast team. And honestly, Portland's kind of sitting in the sweet spot for that. They're right in the zone where oh, yeah. there's no team. The Mariners will claim this is their territory, but I think that can be overcome. You just buy them out. So, yeah, it's, it's, there, is, there is a good chance. I would go to the games. I mean, I, oh, I, would I still I like going to minor league games. Like I like going to Portland Pickles games. Those are fun. Yeah, this would be a step up over the Portland Pickles. Yeah, but I bet the beer will be more expensive. Could be. Could be. Beer could be more expensive. That's true. But uh, that's that's where it's at. So, yeah, Courtney in the live chat saying I'd rather have an NHL team. Me too, but I, I just don't see it happening now. It, w- it won't happen for quite a while since they already did expansion and Seattle's getting this team. 
I don't think Portland's getting it. Unless an, unless an NHL team moves. That's the only way they're going to get that. And that's the other thing. Portland may, instead of an expansion team, the Oakland A's and the Tampa Bay Rays both have disputes with their stadiums. They don't have new stadiums. And they both said they want to stay in their markets. But um, the uh, Oakland A's are the are the team that's being talked about as possibly oh, coming. Oh, boy. Be the Portland A's or whatever if they change their name. Yeah. From Portland Ath- Portland Athletics. I don't like that name. I don't like that good. name. It I've works for like Oakland, but yeah. I would say for me, if you have a name of a team, it's got to be Portland Pioneers. It works perfectly with Trailblazers, Trailblazers and Pioneers. Portland Pioneers. Come on, that's a good name. That's I just a solid think of name. Like, like covered wagons and you know. It's the Trailblazers Pioneers. Yeah. What would you What would you call the team? I don't know. I, I would have to think about it. I it's got to be something was... here. You've got to have a local tie-in. It can't be something stupid. Portland Pines? <sighs> yeah, you know that's good. Pines? People like Evergreen? Or Pioneers like... sucks. Portland Evergreens? Portland... Ugh. That's not a thing, though. What's an Evergreen? It's a tree. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess. All right, oh my yeah, God. you can go with that. Yeah, okay, all right, all Who right. Who are you? Yeah, you're true, true, true. Um, fair enough. But still, I don't. I don't know about that. I just picture like pioneers. I picture like ladies in bonnets and and you know cattle pulling wagons. All right, so not pioneers then. I'm just thinking something that would go with the trailblazers. Do you have trailblazers? You have timbers, lumberjacks. But we already had a lumberjacks like. Oh yeah, we lacrosse did. team. Yeah, it's a good name. Mountaineers. Mm, I feel like that's more of a Colorado thing. I mean, yeah, Mountaineers might work. I don't know. Let's think about Portland it. Portland Mount time. Hoods, Portland Volcanoes, uh, Portland Steelheads, Steelhead, no Sturgeons, Coasters. No, but we're not. Co- we're not on the coast. No, we're close enough. No. Oh, okay, Greg. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it's but it's not. We're not on the coast. Ooh, Portland squatches. There we go. There aren't any squatches here. They're closer to the coast. No, you have no idea what you're talking about when it comes oh, to Sasquatch. Boy. Well, if we're going to talk about like animals in Portland, it could be like the Portland nutrias. <sighs> no, I'm the not Portland nutrias. sewer rats. No, everybody has those. Oh, I saw a giant rat when I was out for my walk yesterday. Yeah, no, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Or a Chinook. Yeah. I don't think you could do that either. The bats. Portland bats. Okay. Well, we could do this forever. Uh, I'll post something on Twitter about it. Maybe people can share what name they would want. All right. That's uh, that's where we're at, though. We'll find out a big announcement tomorrow about the baseball thing. They said they're making an announcement, and we will see what the deal is after that. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Uh, Greg, I just saw an announcement online. What? Have you seen this about the Edgefield? What? That August 17th and 18th for two nights, Ween is going to be playing. What? Ween is doing two nights at Edgefield. What? I knew you'd be excited about that. Nobody told me about I this. I just saw it pop up on my thing. Okay, well. I know that you like Ween. I might have to figure out a time to go uh, to Edgefield to go see some Ween. All right, well, 
crap, well, we have a lot to do before yeah. we go tomorrow. All right, so let's, but we do have a birthday. We do indeed. Yes. We do indeed. And it's a tomorrow birthday, which we think we'll have a show up tomorrow, but we have to wait until we get up there and, and make sure. Uh, but we I have to get out of the lower 48 first, am I right? Always refer to it as the lower 48, I too, know. when you're... That's what I'm going to tell people, too. I'm like, like, where are you from? Oh, the lower 48. Yeah, I'm down there in the lower 48. Which sounds kind of cool. Happy birthday to Vanessa. Vanessa, happiest of birthdays. Vanessa! Beautiful, wonderful, magical human. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Oh my gosh, all right, now I just run errands forever and then go to bed super early. And then we get up at, like, what, 3.30 in the morning to meet up and catch the max. Probably around then. Yes. All right. I want to say thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all wonderful people, and we really, really do appreciate it. And uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Fun Employment Radio on YouTube. You can see the newest episode of Lunch Date with Sarah is up there. You can... uh, Watch that. And some other things that are up there as well. We've got lots of things on our channel. We're going to be adding more over these next few days. We're going to be adding a lot of stuff on there. And uh, we really would love to have you follow us. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, We appreciate it when you do follow on us. Uh, A, we want to show you lots of cool content from up there. Uh, We're going to go find the Blockbuster. If you watch John Oliver and uh, John Oliver's show... They highlighted the fact that there's like two blockbusters left in the world, and one of them's in South Anchorage. And so he went and purchased a bunch of Russell Crowe memorabilia, including like some uh, cod piece or something. And he's sending it all to this blockbuster in Anchorage. What? Yeah. So it's going to be sent there. Will so it be there by the time we get there? It might. He aired it on the show and he said, You have two days, blockbuster, to call me so we can get it shipped up to you. So I don't know if it'll be there or not. But we'll go. We'll go find that blockbuster. We'll find that blockbuster, <laughs> and we'll have some more exciting things than that too. But you can follow follow we us. We can on take everything. our group picture out in front of it. Follow us on everything. That would be wonderful. And uh, and again, big thank you to everybody who listens to this show and all of the other shows on the Fun Employment Radio Network. We have some wonderful shows. You can check them all out at funemploymentradio.com. And, uh, you know, the well-adjusted gamer, Portland of the Movies, Mark and Todd Cast, Geek in the City, uh, Rip City Bad Boys. Like, lots of cool stuff and links right there on our site that you can go to and check those out. Oh. If you're interested in sponsoring Fun Employment Radio, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. I was looking for more partners to work with. And, yeah, other than that, we're going to be on a plane. I'm on a plane. So all that is happening. Tune in. Follow along. All right. And we love you all. We're so excited. Let's Ah. have some fun. We'll be back uh, probably tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com from the upper. What are they? It's not upper 48. No. Upper two. One of the two. Yes. One of the two.